every Wednesday evening. Join Ian O'Connell from 8pm for his new show called Standout. Each week, Ian will be interviewing a different guest who will have a particular story to tell. It could be someone who has overcome challenges, excelled in some area of their lives, or has been an inspiration to others. It's sure to be positive and interesting listening. So don't miss Stand Out with Ian O'Connell every Wednesday from 8 to 9pm here on Radio Kerry. Proudly sponsored by MD O'Shea's Killarney. Inspiring Kerry homeowners with a quality selection of bathrooms, stoves and electrical essentials. I'm delighted to say that my guest this week on Stand Out with me, Ian O'Connell, is the one and only Cullum de Gooch Cooper. Many say that Cullum was the greatest ever to lace up a pair of football boots. And with five All-Ireland medals to his name, it's hard to disagree with that. Cullum's league and championship career at senior level with the Kerry County team spanned 15 years, from 2002 to 2017. He played his last game for Kerry against Dublin in August of 2016, before announcing his retirement from inter-county football on the 4th of April 2017. I'm really looking forward to this interview and I hope you enjoy it. Sit back and enjoy the show. Thanks a million for, for coming on today, Colin. I really appreciate it. No problem, Ian. Glad, glad, to, glad to have a chat. Um, I suppose we'll start off. What was maybe growing up in um, Killarney, what was your, your first memory of football? Um, I suppose growing up, I grew up in Archinavuli in Killarney, which is which you, you, you know it well. And it's a... It's, uh, it's an estate where there was lots of kids playing sport, and I just fell in with that. And I suppose coming from a, a big, um, a big household with five brothers and two sisters, it was natural that I would just jump in and play along with them. And I would have to say it was a fabulous upbringing. And we played every sort of sport from golf to tennis to soccer to basketball to G. You name it, we played it. And um, such fond memories and such fond friend- friendships as well that. Um, even now, even meeting guys and people who are uh, maybe gone from the state, we look back with very fond memories of growing up. And I suppose that led on to to, to Dr. Crokes and to Clarny Celtic, where I played a lot of sport and small little bit of basketball with St. Paul's as well. So, look, I dabbled in sport from an early age, but it was great growing up in Clarny because there was so much opportunity to, around the place. So it was... Um, I suppose it was it was very central thing in my life and I was very happy to do that. I suppose it's all, I know even myself growing up in a, in a state inside in Pinewood where I was, it's um, mm. at that age as well. I think it's so important, like you said, you meet people today now and you look back and you say, I remember when you scored that goal or you made that tackle on me. But um, yeah. when you, when you like you said, football was kind of <laughs> the, the, the one you ventured towards, when you started playing with Crocs as, as a young a young, a young um by I suppose at that stage underage, was there anyone say on the senior team or anyone, any footballer or anybody in life that you you say you looked up to when you were young? Uh, yeah, I think naturally, naturally, I would have looked up to my two older brothers because at that time to be on the Doctor Crokes team for me when I was seven or eight that was such a big deal. And at the time, I suppose Crokes, Doctor Crokes, were becoming. They were becoming a strong team in Kerry and very competitive team, and um, they went on to win the All Ireland in '92. And I suppose that's that's where the real inspiration came from. That seeing those guys get the Crow Park and maybe wanting to emulate them one day, that 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 drove me on and gave me great inspiration. Um, 
but then look, it's it's I suppose just watching the games and seeing how players are going. And look, I had an interest in all sports, so I, I learned an awful lot, not just from players here, but in, just watching them television as well. So um, Crokes had a great team that time: Noel O'Leary, Connie Murphy, Pat O'Shea. Um, Colin O'Shea, Peter O'Brien, Peter the and goal, like great, great players that um, would grace any team. So I learned a lot from those guys and had a lot of fun with after them. And funny enough, even got the chance to play with a few of them before they retired as well, which which was a great thrill for me. So um, there was inspiration everywhere, Killarney, television, everywhere. So I was always trying to learn a little bit from from not just not from just from people, but from different sports as well. So. Um, I suppose that comes when you when you when you find a passion for something, and I certainly had a passion for sport. You're always looking for little nuggets of things that you can l- learn from, and I was doing that from an early age. Even, so um, I picked up a lot from all those things. Um, I suppose myself, I played I played hurling with Crokes up until mm. was just after minor before I before I had the accent, but it's mm. a great kind of tightness mm. above. You know, like they like you said, a great team when you were. Mm. Growing up, looking up to them. Um, I suppose fast forward um, a few years now. Did you did you see yourself? I suppose everybody's young 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 person's dreams to to get to the top. Do you remember your your debut in Croke Park when you when you made made the the Kerry team? Uh, I did. Yeah, I suppose. Jesus, it seems a long time ago now, Ian, but. Um... I suppose I played Kerry Minor there in 2001 um, and that was the old Coke Park so the big the big Hogan stand and all that wasn't built it was just being built at that time so it wasn't fully finished but I remember playing Minor that day with Declan O'Sullivan Kieran Donaghy Donica Walsh Brian Sheehan a lot of guys that went down to play for Kerry after and some guys who didn't who, who were excellent footballers and guys that I was still good friends with um, so like they were great days but I saw in 2002 I played with Kerry then against um, trying to think, I think it was Galway yeah Galway in, in the new Crow Park and the um, it was it was it was a big day it was a lot of pressure um, but I think sometimes you're better off going in with no fear because yeah. you just go in and I, I was like <clears throat> I felt so secure going in because I was playing with Darrow, Shea, Seamus Moynihan, those type of fellas. And only 12 months previous, I was going watching those guys playing. So that was a huge thrill for me. But I think when you're going to battle with guys like that, you kind of, you feel it, you feel that, you know, I'm in good hands here. I'll be safe. So it was a great thrill. Um, but look, I suppose no different now. Anytime you put on the Kerry jersey, it comes with a bit of responsibility as well. And because of the tradition, you want to you wanna live up to it. You want to live up to the expectation. And um I was just so fortunate that I got 15 years of playing with Kerry at the highest level, and um, I suppose I lived out my dreams by by. And some people get carried away thinking it's all about the medals. It is and it isn't. The yeah. medals are great, and you look back, and even I'd have to go upstairs now to have a look to see where my medals are. But it's the journey and the memories that go. The one that's what you remember. Yeah. Um, that's what you remember and even meeting up with people afterwards. That's 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 the real thing. And you talked about it there when you were playing football and spa and hurling in the croaks. It's I'm sure you would say it's it's the friends you met and the journey along the way and the laughs and the laughs that you had along the way. They're 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 the things that would stay with you for a lifetime. And 
um, you you build a bit of you build a bit of uh, camaraderie with with fellas as well. So that's what sport is all about. Definitely. Um, like you said, twelve months before you were you were going watching the, the boys play. What did they say? Um, but keep going till your your idols become your rivals, and it's all true. Yeah. You know, like in your in your yeah. yeah, and I even I even remember. In 2000, Kerry were in the Ireland final against Galway, and that was only not so long. And I was looking for a ticket to go to Croke Park to get into Hill 16 to watch these fellas. And Boy. all of a sudden, then I was playing with them not so soon after. So, look, that's the beauty of sport. Um, everything can happen very, very quickly. And um, yeah, look, the G has been good to me. Kerry has been good to me. Dr. Crokes has been inc- incredibly good to me. So, I've had great times. And um, and still, I'm still enjoying it, even though I'm not. Even last Saturday night was so enjoyable watching Kerry in Dublin on the television. I'm sure we'll touch on that later on, but I'm still enjoying the sport. And I don't think you ever lose your competitive edge. If you're a competitive person, you will have the competitive edge. So um, I love cheering on the Kerry lads and the Dr. Hawks lads. And um, I keep a close eye on all that stuff. And I suppose um, long may that continue. Exactly, I suppose. In your in your own situation now, you'd be watching a match and you'd be saying, "If I was there now, I'd do that." And would you be kind of looking at it that way? Um, but maybe maybe initially when I retired, I probably would have been that way. But now I'm gone. I'm out of it. I'm out of sort of the carry t- carry scene over five years. So I think you learn to kind of move on. And I I certainly could can't do the things now that I did five years ago. My body wouldn't be able to do it. But um. But you always, I suppose, you think back to your own days of how you would have trained and how you would have prepared. And But it, it has even changed a huge amount of five years. Like yeah. when I think of how the players are conditioned now. And like I remember when I started, it was it was an ordeal for, for managers and coaches and physical trainers to try and get all of us in the gym, not just me. I was, I was never a good one for the gym, but even some of our bigger, stronger lads, they just didn't like going to the gym. Now, now it's, tur- it's flipped on its head. Players love going to the gym. They love looking after themselves. Yeah. They love getting themselves into shape. And um, I suppose it's just become a little bit more professional. Um, Even recovery so- and stuff. There's, I'm sure you, mm. with the Crocs now, you, you notice yourself even the recovery after matches. Is yeah. it a lot different to your days? Yeah, I think so. We we, we probably socialised a bit more after, yeah. after matches <laughs> than the gang do now, but... Now it's all in, into the swimming pool and recovery after the match, if you can. But certainly the following day, and even yeah. you see that you see this these recovery suites that have been built now around places and for your legs and recovery. I don't fully understand all of it, but um, players are looking for anything that can give them an extra five percent advantage. Ian and I think we're we're seeing that not just in GA, but I think across all sports, athletics, whatever whatever it might be. They're looking for those little, little, little one percenters we used to call them when we were playing that can give you just a little bit of an advantage over your rival. So um, that's where it's gone. That's where all that game's gone. So um, look, I don't think it's going to change anytime soon either. Yeah. Um, when you were, like you said, when you were first introduced to the, the Kerry team or even even underage, say like we went to the same, the same in Clarny and college football from a young age were you were you because I know I certainly was were you tough on yourself like I was I'm my own biggest critic like would you would you have been tough on yourself yeah I would say I would definitely would be and um, 
I'd say at, at times my teammates might say that I was very cranky to play with, but that's probably just because I wanted to win all the time and I wanted to do the best all the time. And I suppose I, if we didn't, I kind of looked at myself to say, well, did I do my bit and all that sort of stuff. But that's just, I'm not sure if that's instilled in you or you learn it or is it because you're so passionate about something. But um, I think as I got older, I became a bit more relaxed about things. I kind of, I think experience experience teaches you that. Um, but certainly as a young teenager and like you say, like going, going down to the Sim in St. Brendan's, we had so much fun, so much. I suppose that was my first experience of maybe playing with people with people from different clubs because when you're in when you're in primary school, you just play you kind of play football away, but and and your club football is always. But now I found myself playing with fellas from Spa, with Legion, fellas from Fireys, from Glenflesk, from Fossa, which was brilliant. But it was my first experience of all that, and I, and I loved it. And um, of course, you have the rivalry when you're playing them with your club, but it was great to be able to do that. And it probably gave me a flavour of um, playing with the best guys around East Kerry. If you want to listen to the full podcast, you can listen to it by clicking the link below in the description, and that will bring you to the standout Woodin O'Connell podcast on Spotify, where you can listen to the full interview for free.